Welcome to Hair Biz Radio. We are doing episode two today, and we're super excited to be talking to you guys about Facebook and Instagram marketing for the hair business. So everybody that is, you know, has their hair company or just loves hair, I guarantee you they're on Instagram all day looking for their new hairstyle. Definitely. I know I scroll all the time when I'm looking for a new hairstyle, like, ooh, I want my hair like that. Yeah, so definitely. (laughs) Yeah, so it's important to know how to properly market to people on Facebook and Instagram, and that's what we're going to talk about today. Yeah, and then also how to be consistent marketing and how to make sure you're reaching your target audience. Yeah, it's, it's super important to know who your audience is and how to target them. Yeah. So let's just talk about this week. Like, this week has been slam bam. <laughs> I actually was going to say slam bam too. I swear to God, I was going to say slam. I mean, it. my most recent personal Facebook status update was I feel like I'm sprinting a marathon. Oh, wow. I mean, it's just unbelievable everything that's going on. The team's growing. We hopefully have our new editor next week. I'm so excited. Oh, so <laughs> we can announce that maybe. Blogging is such a big part about of what we do. We have currently, Private Label Extensions has about 10 writers. How many do we have? 10 or 11? We have about 12 now. 12? 12, yeah. We have a growing team of writers. We're trying to get more. So if you're listening to this and you yeah. love to write about mm-hmm. hair or you're a stylist and this, that, the other, and you want to be part of our writing team, it's uh, paid. So that's awesome. We would love to speak with you. Yes, shameless plug. Um, shameless plug. Email editor at privatelabelextensions.com. <laughs> That's editor at privatelabelextensions.com. But, you know, content marketing is a big part of our strategy. It's actually helps us with our Facebook and Instagram marketing, which we'll be talking about a little bit later. Yeah. It's funny how it just kind of all ties together. I do understand it's a little difficult if you're just starting your business and you're mm-hmm. solo. Yep. It's practically impossible to do all of this. So you have to pick what you're good at. And kind of go with that. Yeah. I mean, think about private label extensions, right? In before January, we barely did we even update Instagram? Barely. <laughs> we yeah. had like two hundred and something <laughs> followers. We might have been following like maybe nine hundred people and we never updated it. Yeah. So I mean, we just were focused on other stuff. And then, you know, in January we said, okay, let's streamline some of the stuff we're doing. Let's get focused. Now we're hyper focused mm-hmm. and obviously focuses everything. Everything. Yeah, so what else happened this week? So we talked to you guys a little bit last week about the awesome Facebook group, Start a Hair Business, that we have. Yeah. And oh my God, we get people joined literally all hours of the day, every day, 365 days. I I probably get a notification every five, 10 minutes. Yeah, that people want to join. And what's so good about it is that people have all these questions that we're able to help answer, and then as well as other people in the group are helping to answer those questions as well. So this week, we noticed that we had a lot of marketing questions. People wanted to know, how do I get started um, with my hair brand? How do I market? I've been trying everything. I've been posting. I haven't had anybody answer me. How do I market this hair business? Yeah, that's going to be a big part and struggle, I think, for most people getting started. If you come to us, obviously, we do all the back-end stuff, the websites, the branding. We have all the hair, everything. We have, you know, over a thousand hair clients, stylists, salon owners. So people are pretty happy with the hair. And I mean, honestly, that's why we're crushing it, right? So we're in a good space. But that leaves the brand owner 
to do their own marketing. And yeah, that started a hair business group. I actually, I was at my mom's yesterday and I felt kind of bad because one of our awesome clients up in Maryland, he tagged me in a post because they were going back and forth about the websites. And one of a client had got a private label, you know, a website from us on dropshipbundles.com. And she's like, you know, I didn't really like it because it's not really us, it's WordPress. So right. it's not it's nothing really to do with private label extensions, dropship bundles. It's just the platform. And she went back to Wix and I was just like Oh no. Oh, no. By the way, Mikey goes to his mom's house every Thursday for dinner. <laughs> every Thursday for dinner at the mom's. But you know it's it's one of those things like I try to tell people just because I've seen the mistakes others have made. Yeah. And honestly, like Wix is not a horrible platform. Like, yeah, it's way better than platforms like 10 years ago. Big cartel. Oh God. <laughs> Big cartel, there's just no leniency with me. I'm like, no, no, I can't even talk to you about it. No, no, you're just done. But, you know, Wix is okay, and I was trying yeah. to be, like, nice about it, but I can't stress enough how important it is to start on the right platform. Yeah, just because in the long run. I mean, with Wix, Wix, I've seen some really nice Wix websites. Yeah. However, Wix doesn't integrate. A lot of stuff doesn't integrate with Wix. And once you start making millions of dollars or hundreds of thousands of dollars, it becomes a little bit difficult to use the platform and integrate all that stuff that you want. And then, you know what? It Honestly, let's not even think about what I'm saying or you're saying. Okay, let's see what the internet's saying. Oh, yeah. 38% of all, I heard this stat the other day, 38% of all websites are actually on WordPress. Oh, wow. Okay. What about the it, other percentages? Did you read that? I, I don't know the other, you know, it, it goes down from there. But you have to think this, how many super huge companies are using Wix for their e-commerce platform. Not a lot. Not. Not. not yeah. I mean, it's just not. You can't. Yeah. It's not made for that. So not everybody is maybe thinking, oh, maybe I'm just, I'm never going to get to that point. It doesn't matter. But if you're starting a business, you got to strive for the best. I mean, right. it's not like there's a cost difference. Right, exactly. Right? Yeah, there's a little bit of maybe Wix might be a little bit more user-friendly. However, they have it set up. I haven't logged into the back end of Wix in a while. It is a little more user-friendly, but I think the way... We are now in the 21st century. YouTube literally tells you everything you need to know about building a website. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it's it's all there. You know, WordPress is so well documented. Yeah. But anyway, we've talked about all this stuff before. But yeah, I'm commenting back and forth with this guy <laughs> trying to answer all the stuff. And the Wix thing came up and I was like, oh, my God, here we go. <laughs> you know, and then, you know, talking about calling into customer support. And I said, once we hand the sites over, they're yours. Right. But that's a whole other story. So we got to make more videos and other kind of stuff. It's We're busy. Super busy. <laughs> like, it's pretty crazy. But yeah, I'm excited. Super excited. Let's jump into this marketing because I know everybody has been waiting on hearing about these marketing tips. And I think we should definitely throw in some blog and how to market with your blog as well. Maybe touch on SEO a little bit. Yeah, so Facebook marketing, Instagram marketing, they actually kind of go hand in hand. If you're managing your Instagram, like your paid ads account, you're going to do that mostly through the Facebook back office. Now, if you have an Instagram profile, obviously it should be Instagram. You should make it like a business profile if it's your brand, not the normal like my profile because, you know, nobody follows me, but it's okay. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but, you know, make sure it's the business profile, have it decked out, make sure you're constantly updating it. That's important because mm-hmm. once you start paying for marketing, people are going to look for that stuff. Definitely. Like, and you, you should make sure in your bio you have exactly what you do. If you sell hair extensions, you need to have a tagline about the hair extensions that you sell so people know what type of products you offer. Yeah, you don't need to send on people that just aren't going to buy just to your site. It's just a waste. Right. So... 
setting up your Instagram account, you can go in Instagram and you can boost posts just like you can do Facebook boost posts. Right. And that's probably a good way to get started. What I think most people, when I've talked to them, they always use the automatic setting where it just lets Instagram pick who they want to send it to, which you have to know who your customer is. There's ways to go into the and create kind of start looking for people that like hair extensions. You can, I believe, get a little bit more targeted audience. But really what you want to do is test it. So try to build a couple audiences within the Instagram app and then you can boost the posts and kind of see the results that way. Yeah. And boosting posts, yeah, it helps. I mean, it helps us. What I do like about boosting posts is it allows you to add that link. Inside of the um, description? Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. yeah, so it has that blue bar and then yeah. it's like that actual link. So that's really helpful. So when people are going, they can actually click on it. Oh, yeah, of, like where do this says shop now? Or like, yeah. Where, yeah. The other thing is, is when you're creating your audiences, make sure you're looking at your competitors and use your competitors as the audience to add um, in there. Yeah, I mean, everybody does it. Like, yeah. it's just part of marketing. Definitely, definitely. And then once you, you're digging a little deeper, go into Facebook and you have to start creating audiences. And I can tell you, I can go to a website and have this little plugin on my Chrome browser that lets me know if someone has a Facebook Pixel installed. If you have a Facebook Pixel already installed on your site, okay, that's a good start because you're tracking all the people for that you can remarket to. Yeah, on Facebook and Instagram. If you don't have a Facebook pixel and this is like, what the heck is this guy talking about? (laughs) Go online, figure out how you can get a Facebook pixel on your site. Whatever platform you're using, it's not impossible. Like it's honestly, it only takes a couple minutes. I'm sure there's a tutorial for whatever platform you're on. (laughs) Shopify makes it easy. WordPress makes it easy. Wix might make it easy. (laughs) Big Cartel, just switch platforms, get on the other one and then it'll be easy. (laughs) You know, so it's just you have to have that Facebook pixel installed. Even if you're not going to spend any marketing dollars, you might not have any marketing dollars today. It's still tracking all your visitors. Yeah. And you might be spending money next month, but it's good to have that data of people that have already visited your site. Yeah. The best money you can spend. And, you know, for private label extensions on our side, we spend a good amount of money on online marketing and we're ramping it up every single uh, week. Yeah, let's talk about a little bit. And this story is so funny. It just depends on how Mikey wants to tell it. But so we've been spending so much money on Facebook advertising and it's been generating a lot of results for us. So Mikey made a post one day about how much we were generating and nobody believed him. It was so crazy. Hold up, hold up. <laughs> Not nobody. So. Well, some people. Well, no. So I'm in these Facebook groups because a lot of Facebook groups, you can actually learn a lot. Yeah. You know, and on my personal page, I posted it and it was awesome. One of the advanced marketing groups I'm part of, it's like this private group. It's real expensive to get into like the whole platform and education thing. I posted it in there. Everyone was like, oh my God, this is awesome. Yeah. But there was this one group and it was like a <laughs> Shopify group for dropshipping because I want to see what people talk about dropshipping because we dropship for so many clients. Yeah. So I like to sit in these groups and kind of read some of the comments about what people struggle with dropshipping because if it's something, you know, it has nothing to do with our business. But if there's certain things that people struggle with, we can implement it in our business. Right. Right. So someone, it was like a young entrepreneur and they had posted, you know, oh my God, I've spent $200. I didn't see any results. Facebook advertising does not work and was so discouraged. And then, so I did a screenshot of kind of some of our Facebook marketing results. And this is back in September. And, you know, I showed him how we spent X amount and generated over a million dollars in sales just from this. And 
these people just came out of the woodworks like, oh, great Photoshop job and all this other kind of stuff. It and I'm like, terrible. wasn't it crazy? Like the comments, yeah, literally. It, no, they were so like, in my mind, I'm thinking like, if you guys are making money, like, shouldn't you be doing something other than on Facebook worrying about a photo that was not even Photoshopped? <laughs> and, and the funny thing is, it was just something for motivation. Right. And it's just like, look, I've been there. I've struggled with online marketing. Everyone struggles when they first start out. It's just part of the process. process. Yes. Right? Like, you <laughs> have to understand this. If you don't struggle with online marketing when you first get started, you are some genius. You're an alien or <laughs> an alien. something else. You're not from this planet. Like, everyone goes through the struggle. Definitely. It's part of the process embrace it, yep. accept it. And then, you know, months later, look back at it and say, oh. I learned this. Yeah. Exactly. It's like, that's like with life. <laughs> and do you remember I had to post a video? Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. I literally had to post a video in my Facebook account so people know it wasn't Photoshop. Just so I'm like, look, I'm just trying to encourage people. Right. I did get like probably 15 messages from people saying like, hey, can you mentor me? Mm. Can you train me? Da, da, da. And honestly, like, I get a call like that almost every day at this point. And it's just, I love helping entrepreneurs. And, yeah. you know, Zakir and I take people out to lunch and, you know, young entrepreneurs and we'll talk with them and kind of help them with their business. Yeah. But to do it one-on-one, -on -one, like... Mikey ain't got time for that. <laughs> okay. Summed up. Long story short. <laughs> she nailed it. Like, it's just, there's no time. Like, you have to help yourself. And that's one thing I, you know, I've told Zakir for a while is like, you have to help yourself before you can help a mass group of other people. Oh yeah. I remember that conversation. So mm -hmm. it's just like, you really have to help yourself first. Like we still have a long way to grow. So that's what I got to focus on. As much as it sounds cool to mentor and coach people yeah. and it's helpful in the long run, you got to take care of yourself. But you know, we do podcasts and I mean, it's not like Oh my God, some of the blog posts and other stuff, it's crazy. Oh, but there's tons of information. Tons of information, but focusing on retargeted marketing. So this is obviously you can only hear this because we're not doing a video or anything yet for our podcast. But these are the key tips and takeaways is you have to focus with Facebook and Instagram on retargeted marketing. Mm -hmm. It allows you to choose the duration. So like if it's 30 days since one, someone's been on the site or 180, it goes up to 180 days, six months. If you go to private label extensions, you're never going to see the end of me. Never. Well, it's not me. It's probably a beautiful woman wearing weave, which right. makes a little bit more sense. No one wants to see me. So you have to choose the duration, have specific ads for that. Mm-hmm. And then you can connect your Instagram account. So it's super easy. So you're doing Facebook and Instagram is tied in. It's not like all this extra complicated work. Yeah. And then you have to start looking at audiences. And this get this part gets a little tricky, but there's a lot of videos online of how to do it. Create the audiences where if someone adds something to the cart, but then doesn't check out, that's huge. Oh, like, yeah. you know, those yeah. that's someone really close to buying. Yeah. You really have to look at that. Or someone goes to the checkout page and then doesn't finish checking out, you know you're even closer. And those are the ads for us, honestly, that have performed, I think it's probably like 30, some of them are 30 to 40 times our ad spend. So to give you guys an example, if I spent $1,000 on marketing, it'll generate between 30 and $40,000 in sales. Which is good. Which is, it's phenomenal. Yeah. But it's a little bit of work to set some of that stuff up. But if spending $1,000 and making $40,000 sounds good to you, you need to go figure it out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's really that important, right? Yeah, definitely. I mean, Zakira, so for you, and I try to show you a lot of stuff, what do you think some of the more complicated parts 
of like the Facebook, Instagram marketing, some of the stuff that, you know, I spend countless, literally countless hours. It's not just like you set it up once and you're done, like yeah. countless hours. What's some of the things you think that you struggle with when you see just kind of what I'm explaining and whatnot? I would probably say understanding how to get people, how you were just explaining the retargeting and when people go put things in their car and then you don't, then they don't check out. It gets kind of frustrating. So it's like, how do you convert that into a sale? Maybe. You have to really focus on, so if someone is buying hair and they're adding something to the cart, they're probably really interested for the next few days. Right. So some of those ads, what we do is we'll make it so it's a specific ad that you see maybe only for a week. Mm -hmm. And then that ad goes away. You won't see it again unless you go back to the site. So you have to then start thinking of how is the customer feeling? Mm Mm-hmm. I was thinking about it. And, you know, I go to websites all the time and don't check out. Like, oh, yeah. It's, everyone does. Yeah, like, I do. All day, <laughs> right? So it's like, what's the customer feeling? Did they have an additional question? Did we not answer something for them? And that's something that all e-commerce businesses struggle with. Yeah. So it's it's really understanding that and then being able to target those ads. And once you start creating these audiences, I'll tell you, the Facebook back office that thing, people think WordPress is complicated. That Facebook back office is like... It is a little a little complicated, a little challenging, definitely. I mean, I'm in that thing every day and it's starting to become a little clear. Yeah. But like the first time, and I'm telling you, if you've never been in the back office of like the real... Ads manager. Ads manager. Uh, yeah. It's going to look complicated, like crazy. It's going to be blurry. Like you're just going to be lost. Oh, uh, yeah. But that's okay. Because <laughs> the next time you go in there, it's going to be... You're going to see one more thing that you recognize. Yep. One more thing you know how to do. And I mean, it might take you, honestly, a couple months. Definitely. To get it, to understand it, to perfect it. And then some of the stuff we do with like our really good articles, and this goes back to like the blogging and content marketing. Yeah. Some of our really good articles will actually create ads that run, not just like boosting a post, but like we have an article that is, it's fantastic. It's how to sell... Uh, $142,340 on hair extensions this year. Fantastic article. I mean, it took me hours and countless hours to write this thing. Yeah. Um, Very good information. I mean, it's people want to know how to start a hair business. Mm -hmm. Here it is. And this is how to sell, you know, over a hundred grand, what it takes step by step. But we have, that's one of our articles that we actually have a running ad for and it does really well for us. So you don't always want to have your ads going directly to a product page. Or just the homepage. Oh, yeah, for sure. And also talk about how videos could be better content to use rather than like flyers or something like that for a a Facebook ad. Videos are rocking right now. Facebook is, you know, Facebook's huge competitors. One of their competitors is YouTube. Yeah. So Mm -hmm. Facebook is really trying to push video. So it's really good for us right now. We just started pumping out some pretty good videos. Yep. We've partnered with a factory in India and they're sending me videos now. So it's like these videos that, I mean, some of my team, they've been wearing hair extensions since they were, you know, 18. Five. Well, not five. <laughs> but, you know, they've been wearing hair extensions for a while and they're like, I had no idea that's how they do it. Yeah. So videos right now with the way the iPhones are. And, you know, let's just stick with iPhone. Like, you can make awesome videos. Oh, for sure. With this iPhone 7S, I make videos all the time. Yeah. And the thing plus. is, I don't mm-hmm. know if you've noticed, but sometimes, like, the not overly produced videos, it'll, the actually, ones. it'll yeah. catch your eye better yeah. than, like, the overly produced with the sound and the fade-ins and all this other kind yeah. of stuff. Some of these videos that you can make... Like really work. I mean, I've seen big companies, they have someone and it's like a selfie video yeah. going around. You'll see that, especially in Instagram stories. It's huge. Yep. 
is really huge. And, you know, I've been doing online marketing for and sales for 11 years now. And I've told people this for a while. There's never been a better time to start an online business because of stuff like Facebook and Instagram that allows you to market it like crazy. And it's Facebook is still really cheap because a lot of businesses haven't figured out that they need to be there. Yeah. So I honestly think we're we have like a one to two year window before it gets expensive. Like Google AdWords is, I think, pretty expensive, but Facebook marketing is still pretty cheap and we don't have that long to do it. So if you're listening to this, get on Facebook, start advertising. We're going to have more tutorials once we launch our education platform of exactly what I'm talking about. But there is other information out there. Just search for something broad. Don't necessarily say do it for hair because whether someone goes to a cart on a hair extension store or a dog food store, it doesn't really matter. Like it's it's all the same kind of tactics. Yeah. So what would you say would be better for someone selling hair extensions Uh, who's looking to get into advertising, a Facebook ad or Instagram ad? Even though they go hand in hand, the reach is still different. You know, it's funny. It's going to vary depending on the visitors that they get to their site initially. Ah, got it. And Facebook will actually show, once you set up, it's called conversion tracking. So Facebook Mm -hmm. will show you how many people they've sent over, if they've purchased, and how much the value is. Mm -hmm. And like in WordPress, it's not too hard to set up. Uh, There's some plugins for it. I think one of the plugins is Pixel My Site Pro. So if you search Pixel My Site Pro and get that set up, their support and everything's awesome. I promise you, you can do this. It will show you whether or not your sale came from Instagram or Facebook. And it's funny, some ads of ours, like Facebook blows it away, and mm-hmm. then some of them, Instagram blows it away. Oh, wow. And then they have the audience network. So that's another option. I opted out of the audience network. For most of the ads, the reason being it takes more of the marketing dollars and puts it directly on Facebook and Instagram because our Instagram following has been going up, you know, a lot over the last (laughs) couple months. Zakira is so skeptical (laughs) of our Instagram following. It's going up 100 people a day. Right. And she's like, I want to be her personal page. She's only at like, she's only at like almost 9,000. She's stuck. And she's like, what the? I just want the swipe up. Okay. I know everyone (laughs) wants to swipe up. So it's like, we're growing fast. We're at 12,500 as of right now. So it's been, you know, it's been scaling. Mikey doesn't want to give me the secret sauce. It's okay though. It's okay. It's still cooking. (laughs) No, but you know, if it's in the audience network, it doesn't allow you to follow the page. But like Mm. on Facebook ads, someone Mm -hmm. might click on the private label extension link and go to directly to the Facebook page and then hopefully like it. Yeah. So for me, I don't like to do campaigns where it's like, hey, let's get on Facebook and let's try to do like a page likes campaign. Yeah. Like, honestly, I don't care. Like, it's cool if a lot of people like our page and it, yeah, it's social proof. Yeah. But once you get over a certain amount. It doesn't matter. It doesn't really matter mm-hmm. because when you do posts on Facebook, they don't show them to anyone anyway. Yeah. Like, we have 7,000 people on private label extensions. When we post stuff, I look at the analytics, they might show it to like 100 people. Yeah, it's like the reach is very low. Yeah. Facebook basically a, a year or so ago said, okay, you can post your business page. You can post these posts, but we're not going to show them to anyone mm-hmm. unless you boost the post. And that's why they have this big boost button. And if you like start the boost and don't boost it, yeah. then you'll see like notification like, hey, finish your boost. Yeah. I see those all the time. Yeah. So they like are really pushing the boost, but some people got mad at that. And I'm like, look, it's Facebook's platform. They can do whatever, whatever they want. Whatever they want to do. Like it's come at the end of the day, it's business, it's advertising, right? So it's like if they want want businesses to pay, they got to pay. I mean, really Facebook's about connecting people. Yep. 
You know, it's not always about connecting business and just businesses can flood people's news feeds with ads, right? Right. Same thing when people got all pissed off when Instagram started adding ads. Oh, uh, yeah. Right? And when Instagram changed their algorithm, it's pretty irritating. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. Heard a few people. You know what I'm waiting for? I don't know about you. I'm waiting for another Instagram purge. Oh, my God. It's going to bring out all the fakes. Everybody's going to start losing followers. <laughs> I cannot wait. It's an Instagram purge. So hilarious. You know what? One of the things, and this is a strategy that I think a lot of people should do. When I look at the followers and I'll go through, if it's like free Instagram followers or one of Ah, these kind of scammy pages, I immediately block them. So it doesn't add to our following. They're not part of our page because I'm telling you the Instagram purge will be back. (laughs) They're coming. They're coming. (laughs) And when that purge comes... Some people are just going to drop and then they're going to have to buy these followers real quick. Yeah. But everyone, the, the real fans will know like yeah, for a yeah, day yeah. or so until they like. And then you can out. always tell because it's like people have these thousands of followers and like 20 something likes on a picture, multiple pictures. And it's kind of like, eh, it's not weighing out. <laughs> yeah. It's, but you know what? A lot of people that do this, it makes it even worse because as they get new followers, because they have so many fake followers. And now, the, and one of the reasons why they changed the algorithm is because of fake followers. Mm. So if you have a lot of fake followers and you're posting stuff, you're never, ever going to – people like your normal followers are never going to see your posts because it's such a small percentage that sees of and organic, likes your posts, yeah. organic people, mm-hmm. that Instagram was the same thing. But they're basically going to say, oh, this post is not popular because no one's liking it. So they really bury it in the algorithm mm-hmm. and you're never going to get likes. Never. It's totally a waste of time. I mean, you have to do things right. Facebook, they're really smart. They don't have time to mess with people with their stupid tricks. It's hard work. It's going to take a long time to grow your following to the first thousand, mm-hmm. the five thousand, the ten thousand. You know, the swipe up actually has been working really well for us. Yeah. I've been looking at it. Some of our swipe ups, it'll send like 50, 60 people to our website, which, I mean, our site gets a pretty decent amount of traffic yeah. now. But if you pay for Google cost per click advertising, you're paying like a dollar a click for a lot of hair terms, right? So if you think of if you had 50 people swipe up and come to your site, to me, that's worth like 50 bucks. Oh, yeah. I mean, that swipe up feature is the truth. It's pretty baller. It's pretty baller. (laughs) So, you know, I mean, I think the big thing with Facebook is you have to be consistent. Mm -hmm. Facebook's algorithm, like when you're creating these ads, there's all these different options now. I always, for the most part, will select conversions. And you have to let the ad run for a while. Yeah. And you can start with a $5 budget. I don't know if you knew that. It's like the the minimum. $5 a day. Mm -hmm. It's like a minimum budget. You let it run for conversions. Facebook will try to find the people that they think will buy on your site yeah. within their with whatever audience you choose. So you have to let it run. Like when I ads, when we run them, like the first week, the results are never that great. And it seems like for some reason, like a week later, it starts getting better yeah. <laughs> and a little bit better. And then I'm like, hey, what happens if I'm spending $5 a day, which most of the ads, I just start $5 a day, just do a test. What if I make it $10 a day? And then if you get the same results that's making your money, you're like, hey, this looks good, right? Mm-hmm. $15 a day. $15 a day. But I never give Facebook, I never go from like $10 a day to like $100 a day. Yeah. Because I think Facebook's like, oh, we got them now. Yeah. <laughs> you got to make, you got to make Facebook algorithm has to make you work. They got to work for this money. Yeah. That you're spending. <laughs> you got to put Facebook algorithm to it's work. It's like dating. <laughs> it's almost like Facebook algorithm is a lot like dating. <laughs> you got to put in this work. So that's some of the basic takeaways for Facebook and Instagram marketing. You really have to spend some time learning online. Definitely. Those, those key things. 
Start spending time in audience manager. Just start clicking all the links and looking at stuff and seeing how, you know, what everything does because it's going to take a little while to learn. Yeah, for sure. And like hiring someone to do it is not going to be the best option for a lot of people that are just starting out because it's expensive. Definitely expensive. These Facebook ninjas that are amazing at this stuff, like their most small businesses are not hiring them because it's just their time is very valuable and, you know, they're going to charge you a lot of moolah. A lot of money. So that's most of the Facebook stuff that I think, you know, most people need to start with. Definitely. I think the content marketing is going to be huge for people because it's a low cost option, Mm -hmm. but it takes a lot of time and it takes time to see results, but it's, I think, important. Yeah. You're doing some content marketing and stuff for your own blog, right? Yeah. How many posts are you getting right now a week? I don't consistently post (laughs) on my personal blog. (laughs) Not consistently. I don't, posting. but I consistently put content out on my social media. So, like, I'm not a blogger, right. but I blog for my personal brand. So, whenever I get inspiration to blog, then I blog. But I probably should start blogging at least once a week. Honestly, I don't think my personal blog I've updated for over a year. Yeah, so I'm, I'm too busy. <laughs> the last blog Mikey had, I think, was probably from. A commercial we did. That I mean, was like a year and a half ago. Yeah, it's been a while since I updated my <laughs> personal blog. I got to get on that. I mean, I always think about it and I'm always like, I'm going to blog again. And then like customers need help and clients yeah. need help. And then I'm like, you got to put them first. So I'm just like, uh, I'm blog maybe when I'm like old. <laughs> old with your two cats. <laughs> my two cats and just whatever. So yeah, I don't know. I mean, there's so many strategies, and we can see in the Start a Hair Business Facebook group, a lot of people do get frustrated. Uh, definitely, yeah. They're like, I had 100 visitors to my site, and no one bought this week. And I'm like, you need to find out how to get a lot more traffic. Yeah. Because what a lot of people don't understand is the average conversion rate for a site just starting out is if you're at 2%, you're doing really well. But yeah. most companies, honestly, is probably about 1%. 1%. So if you had 100 visitors you might get one person to buy. maybe. (laughs) Maybe one person. But that's where the Facebook, Instagram marketing comes in. Yeah. Where it will retarget them. So like if you visit their, you know, if you have your site and you have the pixel in there and they visit your site and then, you know, next day they're on Facebook or Instagram and they see your ad, it's the rule of seven for marketing. Right now I call it like the rule of 14 because there's so many ads out there that you really have to see it, I think, 14 times before you kind of start. Before you buy. Yeah, buy or remember the brand. So it's not that easy. I hate when people are like, oh, it's going to be so easy and this, that, the other. I'm like, no, it's really not not that easy. It's not cakewalk. (laughs) It's it's not. It really isn't. It's just, you know, I see a lot of people that are these Facebook ads where it's like someone on the beach with their laptop and they're like, oh, I'm an entrepreneur. I'm on the beach with my laptop running my business. (laughs) Like. That's not, I'm like, go watch Gary Vee for a little bit and then he'll give you a little bit of reality. Yeah. You know, he will, he's <laughs> cussing up a storm, yelling oh, at everybody. Yes. yes. I know. love Gary Vee though. Yeah. We, uh, we, we saw, saw him. him. Yeah. Oh, yeah. At, we saw him like, where was three. that? It was this year um, yeah. at a conference, Tony Robbins conference. Yeah. Tony yeah, Robbins. Yeah. Gary Vee was there. He was awesome. Yeah. Sarah Blakely. Yeah. Sarah Blakely's story is incredible. Oh, yeah. Tony Robbins and a bunch of other people. I don't yeah. really know who they were. Yeah, doesn't matter. They were like <laughs> fill-ins for the good stuff. 
Yeah. But yeah, Gary, Gary V is, he speaks it real. You know, I have to, I have to send some of those videos to some people that are like down or like, just like all emotional. And I'm just yeah, like, no, like, you need to not be emotional. <laughs> yeah. This is, this is how it really is in business. Like it's a war out there. So, you know, be ready to start fighting. Yeah. So what do you think we should talk about in next week's episode? Just going based off of this episode, I think we should probably get into like, what is a domain authority and like, how do you increase it? And maybe working with different people to get links and stuff like that to your site. Yeah. Stuff that doesn't cost that much money. Yeah, so marketing. collaborating with bloggers, YouTubers. Uh, YouTubers, influencers. So yeah, let's talk a little bit about influencer marketing next time. And I think this episode, just with people going through the Facebook stuff, they have tons of homework to do. Tons. And if you have any questions about it, make sure you go to Facebook and just join the Start a Hair Business Facebook group. You know, we have a lot of support in there. It's helpful. When you have, you know, a bunch of people can help answer questions as well, not just us. And then other than that, make sure you subscribe. Subscribe. We didn't tell anybody to subscribe, Zakira. That's what the end is for. No, it should be in the beginning. Oh, okay. Yeah, so maybe you should subscribe to this because we have a lot of good content coming out. This is only episode two. I mean, you have tons of stuff to do. We're only in the second episode. We are here. Whether you're working with private label extensions, dropship bundles, or not, like we're here just to help people. Yep. Like we, you know, we love our clients and everything. We have more room to grow with more clients, but some people have their own suppliers and other stuff. Cool. I get it. But um, we're just here really to help people. Yeah. So this is definitely going to be exciting. We hope you guys got some information for this. And again, make sure you subscribe to Hair Biz Radio. Thanks for listening. Bye, guys.